Welcome back to another Rote Wednesdays, guys. It's your girl, Tay. And your boy, Ro. And we're back with another for yo mama. Okay. What is that? <laughs> Does that even mean anything? But anyway, how have you been, Taylor, first? Let's start off with that. I've been pretty good. Um, pretty good. Chillaxing, you know, for my day off. So I'm trying to live my best life, whatever that means. My <laughs> son, he went to Alabama with his daddy. Yes, you know what that yes, means. About that. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. No, yes. Let me stop. I'm just going to be working Guys, my ass off. Let me tell you, when I experienced that, that was like the saddest thing that I have ever been through. <laughs> I was like crying on the inside. I was like, like it wow. was his damn child, right? Like I was like, oh my god, the fact that parents have to go through this—that was like so crazy. So I commend all you people out there doing it by yourselves because that is so emotional. But anyway, say what yeah. is the topic for today? You know, so I've been doing a lot of thinking, and um, you know, recently my mom passed, and I was just like. How does a drastic event change change the dynamic of either a friendship or a relationship? Because not only when someone like passes, but like what if your house gets broken into or you okay. lose your job or something something drastic, a drastic event that happens in your life that makes your life just change. How does that affect the relationships around you? Okay, I mean, this could either be positive or negative. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to go first. Uh, just a backstory because, you know, I'm, I'm saying, oh, my mom passed, whatever. So, I had a best friend. And we know him because he was featured on one of the Rotate Wednesdays. Right. Yeah. Will, since we all know, um, Will and I had a little setback in our friendship because I he wasn't there for me. Uh, like I expected him to be when uh, I had that drastic event happen in my life and it just really shifted the whole dynamic of our friendship and it did that because I you know when you have these expectations for people to be there for you especially if you've been friends for such a long time and they don't come through it's like wow why did I expect so much from you if you couldn't really deliver right right I mean I see for me, I think there's always two sides to the story, mm-hmm. two views to the same point. And as far as the event normally impacts one person. Right. And it requires the other person to be kind of sympathetic, even if they or empathetic. Yeah. Empathetic. But if they can't be empathetic to the situation because some people have not gone through that situ- like situation before. But like, that's what example, empathy means. I, yeah. Well, empathy means you, like you like you, you can't, can't physically you, you know you haven't been through it, but you can say you know what I can only imagine what you may be going through. I empathize right. with you. But I I feel like empathy is more like I can put myself in your shoes and I can like feel it. Where sympathy is more like damn I've been there. Like, I get it. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I feel for you. Because, yeah. Like, I'm fortunately, thank God, I have a, both my parents here, and I have never been through that, but I can only imagine what that would feel like for somebody else. Because right. me and my parents' relationship is not even that cool enough. That way, someone else, like, I I would have to go above and beyond. Because mm. someone else, one of my friends losing their parents could be more dramatic than me losing mine. Right. But that's a whole nother story. 
Another day. <laughs> Another day. But you have to get to a place where you cannot think about yourself and be available. And I think that's the real issue is that friends have to be available for their other friends um, as much as they can. Yeah. And that's what I just, I felt like, you know, I always joke around and say, you know, I have no friends, whatever. But the, the um, little amount of friends that I do have, I my expectations for those people are very high. And it's because I would give them the shirt off my back even if I didn't have a dollar to my name. You know, I would give them my last for any one of them, like whether it's Roisin, Janae, um, whether it's Kia, Alexis, um, it doesn't really matter. Just any of those people, I'm like, you know what? This is this is my last. This is what I have for you, and that's it. Anybody else is like, huh, I don't got it, you know. But everybody has different expectations to what necessarily mm-hmm. um, they would want to receive from you being their friend. Like for example, I know someone who, <coughs> if let's say, say, but keep bringing up this example, but mm-hmm. if their parents died they may not want to talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. Not even their friends. And I feel like, personally speaking, that will be me. I, I yeah. would not want to talk to But nobody. how would you know that that's how that person feels if you don't even attempt because to make I, an effort? Me, personally, I feel like, as my friend, you should know me. And I feel like this is the real situation. Is like, you, you as a person should know your friend to a point of how are they dealing with this situation. Mm-hmm. And... Where can I lead? Where can I fit in best? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like for me, don't talk to me. Like, leave me alone. Actually, what I would want my friend to do, honestly speaking, is just show up to the funeral, say everything's okay, and then keep moving on. Yeah. Like, do not bring me back to that place because that's personally how I don't. I don't dwell in death. I don't do that. Right. And if you are the constant reminder of everything, okay. Yes, it's going to annoy yeah. me, and that will probably be the tear in our friendship because I'm like, you don't know me, and you're right. actually really annoying me right now. <laughs> but some friends, that's why you just have to know your friends. Some friends, you know how they will deal in that situation. Some friends, you need to talk to them. Hey, how are you doing? Are you doing right. okay? Because you may not, you may not even talk to that friend every day, but True. when something, when an event happens, that's when you need to call every day because you know your friend in that way, and they really need you at that right. point. Yeah, my friends, I'm pretty sure my friends know I'm a, I'm a talkative person, but like when something drastic happens to me, I kind of shut down. I don't really like to talk, whether it's a death, whether it's financial issues, whatever it may be, just a drastic event in my life. I'm like. I really didn't want to talk about it. Let's just chill on the phone or something. Like, you know, that I don't I'm not really like let, I don't want to dwell on the situation. Right. So I know I kind of came out kind of like hard with like death and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> but right. but that gonna... is something drastic. But you can also yeah. have financial problems. Yeah, you can also have financial problems. Right. So we're I know definitely when I'm broke. Here. Yeah, when I'm broke, I definitely don't want to talk to nobody. And it's not even it's not even because I'm broke. Because honestly, when I'm broke, nobody even really knows that I'm broke. Yeah. And that's just the way I am. But no, this is what I'm saying though. That's a drastic event. Yeah. So how does the drastic event of being broke change Uh the dynamic of a friendship? Okay. For example. Yeah. Like me. I could go out whether I'm broke or whether I'm not broke. Uh So I feel like it won't be like you will see a change in me. I feel like you will see a change... I would need to know how would you react because I'm broke. 
Because if you start acting funny, because I'm not going to act funny. I know me. <laughs> right. I'm not going to act funny. I could have $100 in my pocket and I could have 10 And I will still act the same, same way. Well, we drinking tonight? Okay, we got to find something within our price range that Hello? make us, you within know, the live, budget. Okay. within the budget. Because that's just the way I am. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to change up and switch up. But if you change up and switch up and it's like, oh, well, I don't know Ooh. if I really want to hang out with you. Because Doesn't you that speak on character? It does, yeah. but at the end, see, this is the other thing. At the end of the day, you know your friends, and that's what I can say about each and every single one of my friends, is that I know them, and yeah. I really pray that if a situation happens to them where they have gotten from living in on the streets, yeah, like that, I would be able to help them in some capacity. Maybe I can't invite you to a house or whatever the case may be, but maybe I can help you emotionally. Example. Ooh. Ooh, great yes, example. Yeah, that one coming up. <laughs> so, uh-huh. one of my friends um, was in a domestic situation and got kicked out of the house. Yeah. Right? I couldn't bring them to my house because of my own living situation, but I was there for my friend every day because I knew the situation was really stressful. And that's all I wanted to do. All I wanted to do was fill in my capacity to be a friend. And I feel like, honestly, Mm -hmm. I became more of a friend, which goes back to your question, is I feel more of a friend through that traumatic experience that hopefully he sees me in that kind of way too um, because of that experience. Because sometimes experiences can strengthen a friendship. That's very true. Yeah, because, I mean, there was one time that um, me and my friend Jamil, he got beat up. Mm. And, um, well, we all was in a situation, but he ended up getting physically hurt. And um, he ended up being in the hospital. Wow. And he didn't have no one to come visit him. And it was so sad. And I was like, oh, no. Like, at that point, he wasn't even really my friend. Mm. And I was like, nah. Like, we was all in this. Like, we can't just leave him in the hospital. And nobody's going to stay with him. Like, that's kind of fucked up. And I was like, nah. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here. And I'm going to wait until his mom come or something like that. And that actually created a friendship between us because it was like, oh, I saw you was there for me right. through a time that I needed someone and I wasn't even your friend. Yeah, and, and that's what that's what friendships really, really need. And we don't right. support domestic violence by no, any means. And bringing it up on our platform, I just want to say if you need help out there with any type of domestic violence yeah. issues, seek help. The national hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. So if you need help and you don't know where to go, who to talk to, call that number. There are reps there to speak to you and to help you out. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good plug-in because there's so many people that's afraid to say something. Like traumatic, as it may seem, sometimes you cannot tell a friend. Yeah. Because your friends, it's it's easy to be on the outside looking in, making statements. Right. Like, at anyone's traumatic event. Like, it can be, oh my God, my paycheck was $500 short. And then me telling my friend, they'll probably be like, bitch, okay. Like, <laughs> like what, what do you mean? Like, okay, $500 short. Like, but you still got an extra $500. So what do you mean? You know, so telling friends sometimes is not even like... <laughs> the way to go and honestly I've stopped telling my friends a lot of things like no and honestly you have to get to a point where and see this is a good point is if you know you and your friend's relationship them not telling you something because they just feel like you're not to know should it even hurt you right like if I said okay 
I went to the doctor and I have something medical leave wrong with me. And then you asked me, oh, what is it? And I said, oh, I just can't tell you yet. Oh, gosh, yo, this sounds crazy. This is not true, guys. But uh, if I say, oh, I can't tell you yet, I feel like you should be in a place where you like, you know, Moshi will tell me when he when he wants when to. When you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the friends that are nosy and pride, I don't, I, personally, me speaking, I don't want you to be my friend. Because because I'm if nosy, this type of situation happens, <laughs> no, but I feel like me, I could be like, oh, no, Tay, like, for real, for real. Or I just won't even give you a little bit of details about it. I always tell Roisin, stop giving me little details if you're not going to tell me the whole freaking story. That's because I feel like Thank every time, <laughs> like, it's okay for me, uh, maybe because I'm the total opposite. I don't want to know your business. That's how I am. And I always voluntarily give it to him. Like. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to know. Or, oh, that's nice because that's how I am. But try to experience it sometimes really, really can make somebody feel like you're not their friend. So what, have you ever experienced a dramatic or drastic event where you, I've, you've lost a friend or gained a friend or like... Um, I lost, yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I can talk about a traumatic experience in which I lost a friend and it wasn't even my traumatic experience. Okay, what was it? So there was this time where we... Not me and you, me mm-hmm. and another one of my friends. We okay. was in, we was drunk, but we was really, really close. Let me get back to our background story. We was really, really close, and we was going to a birthday party. Right. So we was on our way to a birthday party, and she drove me to the birthday party. Mm-hmm. And when I was in the car, I had said something like, oh, because I didn't have enough money. But, okay, so part two, we was already drinking, of course. So I didn't have I didn't have a lot of money. I had enough, but not a lot. And I was like, oh, um, just let me know if you are going to take me home. Yeah. Because if you're not going to take me home, then I have to use money for a cab. And mm-hmm. she felt offended because she's like, when do you ever think that I wouldn't have your back or I would just take you somewhere mm. and not leave you, which I understood. But I, for my clarity's sake, for me to feel fine, for me to spend liquor in the, the bar... I wanted to know because I'm a budgeted type of person. I don't ever go nowhere without really budgeting per se. He really doesn't. It's just how I am. He like, so where we going? How much we gonna spend? How much is this? Because I, I just like to know, you know. <laughs> and okay, I'd be like, why does it even? Is it expensive? Is it normal? Like I just like to know that. <laughs> so we went up to um the bar. We got drunk or whatever, and then she really felt some type of way the entire night. Wow, the Who entire was night, Jackie. I didn't say any day. I'm just yeah. asking. Okay. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I saw with her. <laughs> okay. But so then we got in the car, mm-hmm. and when we got in the car, we got into this whole big argument thing. After the bar. After the bar. Wow. Because okay. now we have even had more drinks. Ooh. And then she was really like, "I'm like, why would you think that?" Da 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 da. It was just like back and forth, and it was out of like being drunk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I ended up. Getting out of the car. Out of the cab? No, out of her car. Oh, she was driving. Yeah, but she wasn't driving. They're still in the same... Oh, in the parking space. In the okay. parking space, yeah. And um, I ended up getting out. I was like, you know what? I could just find my own way home. Right? You're so fierce. <laughs> I am. <very> fierce. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Because it wasn't that deep to me. Right. That's what my whole argument in the car was. Because she kept bringing it up and making a big deal. And I'm like, well, it's not that deep. Like, at the end of the day, we're really <laughs> arguing for no reason. And I, if you know me, I hate to argue. I just... It's not my thing. So, this is a long story, but I'm almost done. So, I got out of the car, ended mm-hmm. up that she ended up getting in a car accident. 
Yeah, but she's perfectly fine. She was okay. The car was um Jackie's still alive with this. Yeah, thing. she's still alive yeah. and <laughs> she has a beautiful son and all that great stuff. But um yeah, she got in a car accident and I felt so bad. But that incident, that whole night, including car accident, because she kinda of blamed me for the car wait, accident. Wait, wait, she well, blamed you? But not like blame me, like, oh, it's your fault. But because it was so heated, mind you, we talked the day, the next day, and that's how I knew she got in a car accident. So we were still cool. Mm-hmm. But that incident made us kind of start drifting away uh, from being friends because we were still talking like every day, mm-hmm. and then it became every other day. Then it became once like, a week, yeah. yeah, and it became that type of cycle. But I can tell ever since that situation, it was just like, oh no. See, I mean, but I okay, so I. I'm going to say this because I know you. Okay. And Roisin is low-key sensitive sometimes. I am not sensitive. <laughs> and, I'm, not, I'm not sensitive. Um, but he he doesn't like to argue. That's the thing. And I know, like, me, I don't even argue with him because we, <laughs> we, we been through that. And honestly, yeah. I just go, like, all right, whatever. Yeah. So, see you later. Like, I got to go. <laughs> We don't even go there because we know yeah. each other so well now that an argument is not even yeah. needed. Like, and if we have a debate, I don't even think it's like an argument. I really it's think not. it's a debate. Like, it's you not. have your opinion and I have my uh, yeah, opinion. Yeah, and I feel like that's why we don't argue because we feel like we have a, it's just a different type of opinion. Yeah, like, so you believe what you believe? Cool. But I'm going to still say what I need to say. <laughs> yeah, and that's what. Because that's your opinion and this is Right. Mine. So, I don't think any traumatic event is going to drift us apart. And I feel like that really tests the waters of that specific relationship. Unless we die. So I have yeah. another example. I was in the military at this time. And one of my friends, um, it was two of my friends from college. And I was in the military in Hawaii. And they were, um, let's just call this friend, well, her name is Destiny. So Destiny, she was talking to one of my other friend's guys. And, you know, she was like, hey, well... You can have him just letting you know he's this, this, and this. Destiny ended up, you know, telling the guy, hey, do you know so-and-so? And mind you, that wasn't Destiny's place at all. Right. Because, like, I, we told you these things in confidence. So for you to go ask the nigga about it, it's kind of like WTF. So, I got caught in the crossfire because it's like, but Taylor, she's your friend and you bought her in and you told her this. And I was just like, look, I mean, you got, I'm, I'm all the way in Hawaii. You guys got to hash it out the way you, you know how to because we all graduate in 2015. I was in Hawaii 2014 and it is what it is, you know, at that point. And then they just stopped being friends. Now, the drastic event that I'm referring to is the nigga. I never feel like a nigga is uh-huh. a drastic event. However, uh-huh. some people will put their nigga before their best friend. So the fact that maybe it's not, maybe it's the fact that they got a boyfriend or a man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It may be because it's not the nigga because the nigga didn't do nothing. The nigga didn't change your relationship. She, it changed her, which changed your relationship. Right. I think it changed her view. Yeah. Of the friendship. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you, like, that's like you getting remarried and then like we're not talking. Mm-hmm. No more. I can't get mad at your nigga. Cause then I, you know what I'm saying? Because the, at the end of the day, the nigga didn't do nothing to our relationship. That's it true. was you who now changed up. 
who does have good time relationships? Which, by the way, when you do good relationships, everyone you do good hates. Relationships. Everyone hates when I. All my friends hate you when do. I get into a relationship because they feel like I become so distant. You do. They're like, "Oh, it you never true. talk to me." Like you said that Janae has said that Kia has said Kia is like, "Oh, you must have a new nigga because <laughs> I haven't heard from you." And honestly, guys, it's, it's not. It's not that a, a dude distances me. It's just the fact that. When I'm in my house, I'm alone. So I have no one to talk to. And I just call up my friends and I talk to my friends. But when there's another human being in the house, I like to devote my attention to the person who's sitting next to me. Like right now. Have you heard me on the phone? Like the week you were here? No. Besides? No. But see, that's see, but I wouldn't have cared. But that's the thing still. Like it's just the type of person I am. I have to give my attention to the person who's around me. Oh, so yeah. like I don't like because I feel like per- this is just a personal problem with me. I feel like it's rude. I feel like it's disrespectful to the person who's with me that I'm on the phone. No, it's not it's not disrespectful to me because at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm just going to get on my own phone and call up whoever I want to call. Because <laughs> I'm not going to, because you know, at the end of the day, let me tell you something. You have to continue your life yeah. and just make the other person a benefit to your life. Yeah. And that's all it should be. Once you let that person now change your normalcy, then you're not normal. Yes, you cannot do everything. This, you cannot do the same things you did when you were single. No. But you still have to, you know, live your life. Your friends are still your friends. They were my friends before you came. And they're going to be my friends <laughs> after, after you, you came. Facts. But me being who I am, I know that that's just who you are. Yeah. So for me to expect something <laughs> different is like... You don't really know your friend. Right. No, when that's she gets true, in a relationship, she's going to be a and little it's distant. Not, it's not a new And that's okay. Thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ever not since, new. like, forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not new. So it's like, you know what? I understand and I respect it. And that's my friend. And she's going to be that way. And I, you know what? If I didn't like it, I wouldn't have been her friend since years ago. Because she's been doing this for years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's so that's not, why I don't complain about it's it. It's nothing new. But I won't mention it. Because <laughs> when I'm in a relationship, they be like, yo, you talk to your friends too much. And I'd be like, and so what? They was there, like, like that's how I am. I'm not that, I mean, it. that's what I told my ex husband. I was like, you give too much praise to your friends, especially when we were in, in Hawaii, because those were military friends. They weren't like you and I, like you yeah, were yeah, in New York childhood friends. Yeah, uh-huh. they were military friends. So I met you in this duty station, but we're in the military, so we're gonna move around. Right, right. We're not gonna come with me. Right. So I was telling him like he would put his friends before me, and I was like, yo. You're putting these non factors. Wait, what do you mean? Put them before you though. Like, oh, um, so and so needs me right now. I gotta go. So and so. And how long was he with you before he said that? Maybe a year. No, no, no. Time wise. Oh, like, like we we were staying together. So it'd be like, oh well, I gotta go. So you sleep with him in his bed, right? And then he said, oh, somebody needs me. I gotta go. Right. What's the problem with okay, that? Okay, so let's say we have a date. He's like, oh well. A date? A date. To, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't go out. I got to go with so-and-so. Nigga, what? Like, we have a date. But y'all live together. Yeah, but we have a date. But y'all live together. But we have a date, okay? <laughs> but y'all so, live together. My whole thing is, like, we have a date, and if you're with your friends, you work with these people all day, every day, you can't devote two, three hours to me. And I said, you know what, at the end of the day, these people, they're your friends for now. I'm going to be with you forever. Right. So you treat me, you treat them better than you treat me. You curse me out. You dog me out. You treat them like royalty. 
and then you come home to me and treat me like shit. Right. But at the end of the day, you're treating the wrong person like shit right, because right, I'm right. always going to be here. Right. That has nothing to do with traumatic events. Well, technically it does. That was traumatic because you got divorced. Yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> the, the being divorced is a, is a traumatic yeah. event because to some people that could have been like really, really sad or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, none of my friends were there when I got divorced. Well, you told me you got divorced. <laughs> you told me over the phone. You said, hey, I got my divorce decree. You was happy. I remember that. I was very happy, but like no one was there. I have a you know lot, why? I have a lot of traumatic events. Yeah. But I feel like you was always going to get back with Jay. So I felt like, okay. Yeah, I mean, no, you know why? My brother passed. You, your divorce like, was a really long. Because from your separation yeah, to your divorce was like was at really, least a year. It was, it was a good two years. Yeah. yeah, it was two years, and I finally, my separation was two years, my divorce was recently, so yeah. yeah. But um, like when my brother passed, I don't think that one of my friends were there. Oh, yeah. At all. Like, no. I mean, you guys were like, sorry, but. Yeah, yeah. Not one. And then I got divorced the first time. <laughs> <laughs> nobody was there. Yeah. <laughs> got married the, the second time. Nobody was there. Because you didn't like nobody. I was Divorced the second time. Nobody was. But I don't blame anyone for that because I was in South Carolina. And I was just too happy to get divorced. But anyways, we're going to put a plug in it right now. And we're going to be back with some more Rote Wednesday after this ad. Welcome back to Rote Wednesday, guys. Okay. I mean, so we were just talking about um, drastic events that may change the dynamic of a friendship or relationship or any type of situationship that you're in. And we went over, like, a different couple of things. Um, We went over, like, my mom passed. You know, what if you got married or divorced? Or maybe you even went out with a friend and something happened, financial situations or whatever, and that just changed the whole dynamic of a friendship. So... And for me, with a friend, I've never went out with a friend and it changed the dynamic of a friendship. Oh, maybe it has. Have you ever went out with a friend and been embarrassed? And then you're like, oh, I can never go out with that friend again. No, I, I don't I don't get embarrassed. I'm always I'm always embarrassed, technically saying, because I, I'm, well, in college, I that was... That means you're the friend. I was always the friend that was the drunkest. Oh. So <laughs> I was always the friend that didn't care about what happened and who was just passed out drunk. Like, I used to run into my dorm room door and literally run into the door and then pass out. Like, that's how drunk I would I would be. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> my friends would take pictures of me and be like, oh, my God, Taylor, you were this drunk. But, um, no, like, I had events that made me closer to friends. Um, and then I had, you know, events that just... Made me lose a friend, such as the friend that I lost. And I had events that made me not lose a friend, mm-hmm. but maybe distance the friendship, you know? Okay. Like, not as intense as we were before. Like, I may not tell you everything that I told you before. And, and then that's just, that's right. just that. I mean, definitely I have friends that are on different spectrums because of events that have happened. Mm-hmm. And I learned... Especially as I got older, that yeah. you have to just treat people, you know, accordingly. You do. You, I mean, you don't have to, to break the friendship at all. Yeah. No. You just have to literally be like, you know what? I take note in that. I got it. Right. Because I see how yeah. you operate in this type of... That is the greatest lesson. You see, like, how someone operates in a certain situation, and it makes me know how you're going to be in that type of situation from this going forward. 
Right. Like people, I have friends that like when you go to the dinner table, they sometimes like to divide the bill up evenly. And I have friends that <laughs> one do, bill. They they do one bill. I have friends that say separate bills. I have friends that say, okay, I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna buy, and yeah. then I'm gonna just do that. I have friends that say, what you gonna put in? So I guess when you like, when yeah. you learn the situation, you learn your friend. I'm a friend that likes a one bill, and that's because. You're taxed on every single bill versus right. one bill. You're just taxed right. off of that one bill. And you can literally just give in whatever you want to give in. And then if right. you want to split the, what you call it? The tip. Okay. We can split the tip. But I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like no, I don't care that much. The way that my friends work majority yeah. of the time they're like okay what are you gonna put in and hopefully you're you know yourself and you yeah. know the person that you're not gonna try to cheat to your cheat friends. your friends yeah so you're like okay i know i bought this just put I in whatever that. you right. put a little bit extra in and then you know bam that's how much i got and then at the end if there's a still a balance well y'all just figure that shit out right yeah and then that's how that's how we, we yeah. are kind of like, no I, I, like... I now i only go out to eat with people like that because at the end of the day if you're gonna sit there petty nickel dime every single thing nah, no yeah, I'm not and if type. you're gonna sit there i mean unless you want your own separate building you buy do you but i'm not gonna sit there and try to figure yeah. out oh yeah mine was twelve dollars and four cents right like, like when what? we were at ihop you know Jay was thinking, and I'm like, one bill, please, because we're not doing this. No, I don't have time to deep. think. No. This is it's not that serious. We no. all know what we and got. And already, by that time, you already drunk. So at Hello? the end, you just want to get the fuck up out and exactly. go. Exactly. Like, you don't have time for all of that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that was this, the segment portion of Rote Wednesday. And guys, thank you so much for listening to this point with us. And even if you didn't listen to this point, if you just skipped because you wanted to listen to Music Mania, <laughs> that is completely fine with us. But you should definitely still listen to what we have to say because it's always some enlightening it's always yeah cool stuff that you can know and hear. yeah and then it's you will learn things about us every single day that you may be like oh i know them but then you're like well damn wait yeah. i don't know them yeah. and we literally have people who think that they know our friendship based yeah. off the podcast like they yeah. say oh i feel like i, I someone, know you yeah someone who i never yeah. met before um said oh i i could swear like i know you because oh you did me so yeah 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 because yeah. like, i swear because i listen to your shout podcast out to all the chris yeah shout out to chris so i'm like okay that's definitely cool so um yeah definitely that yeah so thank you guys for all the support and everything like that we're not about to end rotate wednesday just yet you already know that we started a new segment called Music Mania. We want you guys to send in your music to Wednesday at gmail.com. And that's R-O-T-A-Y and then the word Wednesday at gmail.com. Send us your videos. Send us your music so that way we can plug them into our segment, Music Mania. We can give you all types of feedback and everything like that. Now, the only person who has been sending us music right now <laughs> is Flacco Dro. So, here is another song from Flacco Dro, and it is called To the Music. So, we'll be right back right after uh, this song. She talking about she like me, sprinkled a little game on her, now we in Hawaii. Pina coladas in the traffic, fit for a real nigga, this the life for the bosses. 
A couple niggas wanna stop it, but can't knock it. I'm at the Gucci store shopping. 600 for the whole thing. Dope gang, 50 racks off of cocaine. Oh dang, what she say when she see it? Better believe it. I'm hotter than the sun in Phoenix, never conceded. Definition of where the P is. Thinking about posting myself, selling the penis. Table full of powder, marble in the shower. Where that money at? She said, give me like an hour. 30 minutes later, I was higher than the tower. Gave me a couple bands and I gave the host some flowers. Up her friends that was looking at the bins Told them this nigga is real And y'all niggas is pretend they like How we gon' share the same man She broke it down to him and gave him the game plan Just listen to the music and really use it This shit to show you how to do it Smoking the Cuban Everywhere I go I got movement Selling the flame Could've sold it to Whitney Houston Geared up cause she be boosting Flow real cold like antifreeze cooling Swagged out over here man Super fly she never been on the airplane her last nigga was a weird one, but fuck the nigga, I'm just worried about her income. Red lobster when we get done, 35 pair of J's just for my son. Flacco Drill's introduction last week. So if you want to listen to more Flacco Drill, please go to his YouTube. It's Flacco Drill on YouTube. He is putting out more music every every day. Like <laughs> and he's in, in prison. So that's pretty unique of him. He has the grind, he has the drive, and go support him. You can follow him on YouTube again at Flacco Drill. And once again, if you wanted to send over your music to Rotay Wednesday, right. please send it over to Rotay Wednesday at gmail.com. And again, that's R-O-T-A-Y, the word Wednesday, <laughs> at gmail.com. Okay. Now to wrap up what we um, were talking about today, we were just talking about drastic events and how that changes the dynamic of a friendship or relationship, uh-huh. whether it's good or bad. Right. What is the major takeaway from today? I would definitely say, mm-hmm. um, first, if you are the friend that had the dramatic um, event happen, yeah, um, definitely see where your friends are at um, because they may be the very ones that will switch up on you. Really? Yeah, so I would definitely... You, I just want to see how you're going to act as your, how you're going to act if you're my friend. Now, if my friend is the one that's been through something, I have to know and judge my friend to see how they're going to act in that situation to mm-hmm. see if I should even involve myself to a certain level. So definitely, those are my two things. Um, definitely gauge a situation before you jump in because you should know your friend. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you're on the outside looking in, um, Definitely try to be there as much as you can, right? To whatever capable uh, capacity you're that in. You can be, yeah. yeah. And a lot of times, if you feel like you know your friends, it's one thing to feel like you know your friends and you, but you guys have been friends for a long time without a traumatic event. But it's another thing to be friends with somebody and then actually have to go through some shit because people get scared when shit hits the fan. That's and, very true. Um, 
you you may think you're best friends because you can kiki and 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 drink together and, and gossip about the favorite shows that you have but when it comes to some serious shit if that person is not there for you then you really need to reevaluate where you stand with that person right because everything that glitters is not gold at the end of the day when you have no more gold to show for you right so definitely that's how i feel about that as much as you can yeah and support is is really important because everybody mm-hmm. needs support and sometimes you may not need to say anything for support because something tragic or tra- um triumphantly happened yeah. in your life but um you can be there in so many different forms of support whether that's just listening and being an ear whether that's yep. um actually saying some advice whether that's referring them to someone who's professional right. or may just help in a situation um, you can be there in so many different ways and just try your hardest to be the very best friend that you can be. Exactly. Or you might, it may be sibling or you said relationships. So yeah, it could be any, like anything. Spouse or whatever the situation be. Try to be as present as you can to the point where you know the person is willing for you to go. Right. Yeah. So that was an amazing topic. Yes. Uh, I loved it. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, be on the lookout for Let's Talk with Tay. Go to www.talkwtay2.com. That's my blog segment. I get very in in detail about my life if like. you guys want to know or care <laughs> and then ro has his dance company yes yeah, construction with a k dance company um you can search us up on facebook uh, exactly like that construction with a k dance company um we do have a competition coming up we're hosting one actually so if you're in the delaware area i would definitely say go check that out um all our information about that um, is on Facebook, so definitely go look that up. And I'll have more information for you um, directly next Wednesday about it. But, um, yeah, so definitely Construction Dance Company with the K. Uh, look that up. Yeah, so tell your mama, tell your cousin, tell your brother, tell your friend, tell your baby mama sister uh-huh. that we said welcome to Rotate Wednesday Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Uh, bye.